You are listening to Withstood, produced by Crossbrand. Welcome back to the Withstood podcast. Uh, again, I am your guest host, uh, along with a second guest host Hey, Dale, today. don't forget about me. Um, my name is Cody Mahaffey. I'm the worship pastor here at Crossbrand, or worship guy, whatever you want to call me, the guy with the guitar. And then uh, the guy sitting in with me is Brett Wells. And I'm just a guy. so uh, He works here, but nobody knows what he does. That's right. We're going to keep it that way. And we are super excited again today. Our guest is comedian Nazareth. How are you, sir? Great. How are you? Thank you so much for having me, and I'm excited about the 25th. Oh, yeah. We we cannot wait. We're, we've been following you and laughing at all your content uh, for the past six months, so uh, we're stoked. Nazareth, tell us, uh, tell us where you're from and about your family life. Are you married? Do you have kids and all that stuff? Yes. I, I was born in Nazareth, Israel. That's how I got the name, you what, know, Nazareth. What, what part of Texas is that in? I'm not familiar with it. That. That's actually by Palestine. Okay, okay, <laughs> got it now. Yes, sir. We're on the same page. Yeah, yeah, just a little south of you. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I was born in Nazareth, Israel, and that's why my family named me Nazareth. It's a tradition, so... I feel sorry for my brother Waikiki, my other brother Turkey, and my sister Buffalo. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was born in the Holy Land uh, to a Christian Palestinian family, and then at age three, my family moved to Kuwait, south of Iraq, right. and wow. I went to school there. And then uh, in 1984, I came to Toledo, Ohio. I attended the University of Toledo, Ohio. So I went from, you know, because I went from the Holy Land to Holy Toledo, and <laughs> that's, that's how my story started. Yeah, I've been to uh, Holy Toledo too. <laughs> how old were you when when you moved to the states? I was nineteen. Nineteen. Did and yeah. you, did your family move with you? No, they did not. I went okay. to school and uh, attended the University of Toledo. I wanted to study electrical engineering, and then. Uh, Somehow I started uh, thinking, you know, let me tell you that this is the greatest country in the world where you can do whatever you want. And as a student in the university, my second year, I owned a bait shop and two fish cleaning houses. Don't ask me how, but (laughs) my dad, you know, my dad lost his business in Kuwait. So I was without money, not no money at all. I figured, what am I going to do? And a friend of mine had that. And an open building that they were not using on Lake Erie. So, uh, just to say to people, you can do whatever you want in this country, and if you work hard on it, it can succeed. And I did that. Finished school. My, my family came to the U.S. My mom and dad, because in other countries, obviously, if you don't work, you have to leave the country. Uh, you know, they, you can never become a citizen. You can never own a house. You can never own a business without having a native of that country to to be to to be your uh, co-signer. So my dad, once he finished his work, lost his work, he had to leave. So he came with mom to Ohio with me, and then they couldn't stand the cold. They went from the deserts of Kuwait to the cold of Ohio. They couldn't take it, so we moved to Southern California, where I've been here for 30-some years. Well, we live in Texas. We can't take the cold either. I know. <laughs> it's been cold. Has it been cold lately in Texas? Uh yes, very. 
Well, to us, it's cold. Yeah, to us, it's cold. But last year, it got down <clears throat> in the zeros, and that was really cold. Yeah, we rarely well, see that, the teens here, but, but. You know why this happens, guys? Because God is saying, you know what? I don't want all these Californians to move to Texas. So he made it cold. <laughs> and I know that for a fact that we talk about that all the time, me and God. Yeah, we, we pray about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. We uh, have had a influx of, of Californians in here, and we have a bunch in our church now. And man, they're awesome folks. Um, they're but, wonderful, awesome with yeah. a, with a high mortgage. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So what's so it? Anyway, I, moved, I moved here, and I, uh, you know, I a couple few years. I got I I started doing. I had three jobs at the same time just to take care of my you know, be able to support my, my parents and myself. I worked seven days a week, three years, no days off, no nothing, worked hard until, you know, I got a job where I don't have to do two, three jobs. And then finally I decided to run a marathon. I don't know why, <laughs> but I, I don't know. At the time I was not a Christian. I was smoking, I was drinking. I said, I want to run two miles. Then next week I'll run two. Next year I'll run another two miles, and then I'll finish the twenty-six point two miles marathon. <laughs> that was the plan. And so I went to that. They called. They they call you. They said, "Hey, can you come and do a carbo load?" Which is the day before you run a marathon, you go to the civic center and we're at whatever city, and you eat all the pasta and the bread and the carbs you can you can take. So the next day, all that energy will help you. Well, I went there, and who's at my table? Muhammad Ali, the boxer. Oh, wow. I'm like, what's up, 1990, you know. And uh, he grabbed my hand, squeezed it, and he said, you're going to finish this, are you? I go, yes, sir, I will. And I'm, so the whole, whole night, I'm like, wait a minute. I made a commitment to, <laughs> to, to Muhammad Ali, and I don't, I, I, I'm not going to run. So the next morning, I smoked my last cigarette, sounds like a country song, and I ran. <laughs> And after two miles, I'm like, my, my kidneys were like, I don't think we're, we're in for this. We, we didn't agree to this. And then after five months, everybody, like when you have a thousand people running with you, like, hey, keep going, keep going. And I made it to the 22 miles. And then a homeless lady, she goes, honey, you can't quit now. And I finished the race. Guys. I finished it. I, to this day, I don't know how, but wow. I finished the race. I got my medal. And that day I was sitting there going, what do I want to do in life that if I don't get paid for it? I will still do it to the best of my ability. And it was comedy. I want to make people laugh. Not because I like to be funny, but because when people laugh, they forget about their problems. They forget about their stresses. They forget whatever it is in the moment, they forget about that and they're laughing. And to me, that's to this day, after 30 years of doing comedy, that's my goal is when I come to your event in Tyler, Texas, when people come to the show, my goal is for them, number one, is for them to laugh hard to where they forget whatever they're stressing them out. But at the end, I want to, you know, be able to, you know, give them the hope that was given to me in 1992, which is a relationship with Christ. Amen. So that's what I did. I started doing comedy. I was not a believer. I worked with Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, Kevin James. Wow. Uh, things were doing great. The drugs, the cocaine, the, the alcohol, the parties, the Hollywood life was excellent except i was miserable inside i didn't know why i wanted the fame and the money and that was there and i didn't feel it so 
a friend of mine invited me to a Southern Baptist church. And God had an inter- a meeting with me. It's everything. I quit comedy that day. I couldn't honor God with it. A week later, an old deacon said, Nazareth, God created humor, but Satan perverted it. You need to do this for God's glory. You need to do this for, for the for the people of faith. You need to do this to attract non-believers to Christ. And that's what I've been doing since. So uh, I'm married. I have three kids. Okay. What's uh, their names? Where were they born? What's their name? Uh, let's see. The first the first one is Newport Beach. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> the first one. Yeah. My son, my oldest is named John. And he graduated from Biola Christian Film School. He's doing very well with, you know, uh, with social media. He's, he lives in Hollywood now and really doing well. My daughter, my second daughter, who did a comedy show last night, and she is a last year at UCLA, at UCLA, yet the heart of progressive people. Right. And she is, she has a Bible study at UCLA. So, oh, so awesome. the first is doing pre-law. And then my oops baby, Tally, uh, is 15, and she's still at home. And she, she's an equestrian. She loves horses. Oh, you got to bring her with you. You, need to I, bring her. I, you know what? I should. Would you guys be able to have her ride a horse? Yeah. We can work that out. She rides English, not Western, though. Well, we'll we can, we, you know, we it's can all about that. change. We can figure, <laughs> <laughs> we can figure that out. <laughs> Yes. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. I probably will do that. Well, have you ever been to a cowboy church? Like, you'll probably get a lot of new content when you get here. You know what? I did one in Northern California. I didn't know they had them, but there were several cowboys. You know, you'll be surprised. I did uh, uh, Nebraska days in uh, in Nebraska, and I had three thousand cowboys. Wow! They were sitting in the in the you know there was it was in a rodeo and they and they had a trailer and they had me stand there do the comedy and there's mud in between and cows in between me and the the audience and i was one of the like how can i make these people laugh i mean uh, i know nothing about rodeo and being a cowboy and my opening joke which i can't do today i said hey listen if you're in a cowboy hat in texas you're a cowboy. You wear a cowboy hat in California. You're Mexican. <laughs> and that. <laughs> and, and by the way, I can say that because I'm Middle Eastern, but ever since September 11th, I feel so Mexican too. <laughs> so, uh, for security reasons. So I, I, feel, I feel I can get away with it. But I had a standing ovation that night, that day from the, the cowboys. And it was just an honorable thing for me. So, yeah, I've done. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to learn a lot from your church. Yes. Like I said, you'll probably get some new content when you get here. So. I, <laughs> I sure will. <laughs> uh, so what is your – how many shows a year do you do, and what is your, like, main venue, that like your main shows? Is it for, like, I businesses? Do about, I do about 120 shows a year. Uh, my main venues would be a large. Lately, I mean, the last seven years, I, I I started to do what I love to do, which is I started a nonprofit to where I can I can rent an arena or a stadium or something, bring people for free to laugh. Oh, wow! 
which is something right. you can't do every show. I, I bring them for free, and then I bring, uh, you know, musicians and comedians, and then I get to do comedy and then share the gospel and ask people to come forward and then have local pastors on the field to, you know, take their info and disciple them. That's my greatest venue. I do prisons. I do. I was just in Dallas, uh, Second Street. Again, I do the homeless shelter in Second Street, Dallas, every year. That's awesome. And, uh, of course, for except for when COVID happened. Right. And then uh, I do I do large uh, conferences, events, weekend service. My best thing is a weekend service. would recommend on a Saturday do a big comedy outreach where people invite their and their friends. And then the next morning, I, I preach the word. So they they bring these, these people come back. So now they're in a church twice in two days, which really makes them click and go, oh, this, right. is, this is cool. So we give them the gospel. I do different stuff. I do festivals, big festivals and, and other events. After COVID, we're... You can't be picky on what you want to do, you know, you're right. taking. But, you know, COVID yeah, after... never happened here in East Texas. Uh, we, I know. We, you we, know what? It never happened. Yes. I'm in, I'm, I'm in L.A. Uh, you know what? People are still think COVID is still big, you know. Like, you can't, you know, there's no longer anything called allergies or hay fever or sneezing. Or the no minute flu. you sneeze, everybody, like, <laughs> you know, they want to... Uh, they scared. That's why I always keep two tests with me. The minute I sneeze, I pick the test, you know, rub my nose, pop the zip it, and like, hey, see, it's negative. Let me do one more. Are they still wearing masks everywhere in California? Still, some people do it, yes. Yeah, driving down the road by themselves. Yes. I'm serious. I had people driving in their own car with their masks on, like two those yeah. big masks with the, with the, you know, like you look like a beekeeper, you know, those beekeepers. <laughs> No, no, no. Welcome to California. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you told us about COVID and how it's kind of affected you, but how about 9-11 when all that happened? And being Middle Eastern, you know, you got the look. Oh, uh, Oh, man. You know, I got to tell you, it was was bad in the beginning. I I mean, the, the first few weeks, of course, when I, when they opened the airport, of course, I went with a sombrero on. <laughs> no, I, my shorts. That's all I had, shorts and a sombrero. No, I actually, I, <laughs> one of the things, like, I I didn't want to talk so they don't know the accent. And I found out that, you know, people like Celine Dion and Elton John, they have accents, but when they sing, they don't have an accent. So I'm like, you know, the, uh, the officer looked at me, I'm like, hello. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> go, what are you doing? To leave, I can fly. <laughs> and oh then I go, that, that's what I do. But yeah. I did, it was, it was, I didn't have a, a lot of problems. The first few weeks, I would open my Bible and just keep it with me. I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm wearing my cross, maybe a large, large cross, and I'm reading my Bible, on, you know, and then on the plane. You can't go to the bathroom. I don't care if it's six or eight hours. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm wearing adult diapers at people, Ace City. People getting suspicious, huh? I don't want to make people nervous. I'm like, right. so I'm like, I used to be able to witness on the plane. I'm like, after 9-11, what? Do you want a Middle Eastern to tell you how to meet your God on an airplane? <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That's but I, not I, know good. I had some friends like that, too, and it, it was it was really tough. And, uh 
and that's why I asked that question is just, but they were still able to spread the word, but it took a while, you know, but finally, that's why I was just kind of curious about that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, during COVID, they didn't care. Here at California, at the airport, they don't care. As long as you have your mask on, I'm like, go ahead. I'm like, what do you mean, go ahead? I'm Middle Eastern, sir. He goes, you have your mask on, go ahead. I go, no, 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 no. You guys know me as random check. I'm random check. He goes, no, no, you got it. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. So, That's great. So it's easy during Ebola and COVID. It was so easy to fly for me. Right. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, good night. Well, thank you so much for, for being with us today and being a part of this conference. You know, it's, it's something we that this church started many years ago. Um, it just continues to grow, and it's just a time for us to pull in, pour into pastors and leaders um, just a day for them to kind of recharge. And uh, so we're super excited because we, you know, we just, the last few years we've had a comedian at the end of the day just to leave them with some laughter, and, it, and it's worked out really good, and this year is going to be so, so good. And it's just like you said, Nazareth, that laughter with these these pastors and these leaders are I mean they're burnt out. They they are they're a toast and they need some refreshment. There's nothing better than what you do to let Jesus Thank open you. up Thank that heart and 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 laugh because there's no better medicine. Exactly. And I'm looking forward to that. And if people want to get a preview, they can go to my website, you know, comediannazareth.com or nazarethusa, nazarethusa.com. Perfect. And they and social media, I'm under Comedian Nazareth, so they can get a preview. Of, I mean, don't watch the entire concert, but just watch a few <laughs> minutes, so you can. The material can still be fresh when you when you exactly. see me. Exactly, and then after yeah. the conference, go back and watch it all again because it's going to be. Yes, funny. yes, we. I have six specials, so they can watch right. them online. Are there Perfect. any uh, parting shots that you would like to, to to say or tell us or? Any what? Any parting shots? Like last comments. Yeah, I want people to laugh. I mean, find something to laugh. Uh, you know, I always tell people the first thing I do: start your day with the Word of God. Start your day with the Word of God. But then find something. Watch something funny. It's so easy right now. It used to be they have to go get a VHD They put it in and watch something funny. But nowadays, you can go. There's a lot of. There's you know some clean, good, clean comedy. You know, and you can watch something funny just to laugh. It, laughter is like a Tylenol. It will not take your problem away. It will just distract you from it for a while so you can think clearly. Right. Yes. That's what it That's so good. Good. Well, well, brother, well looking forward to it, guys, and uh, I'll bring some hay with me. Yeah, we'll <laughs> need that. You'll definitely need that. Hey, and I'll be in touch, and we'll try to, if you do bring your daughter, we'll definitely try to get her on a horse. All yeah, right, well, good. Let's Let's talk before before the event just to get the details. I would love that. Perfect. Well, God bless you, and we'll be praying for you, and we will see you pretty soon, about four weeks, I think. Four weeks out. So. You got it. Well, God bless you guys, and thank you for the interview, and we'll see you in the next month. All right. That's God God thank you. If you enjoyed today's podcast with Comedian Nazareth, then join us for Horsegate 2023. Horsegate is a leadership conference that will be held February 25th at Crossbrand. Tickets are only $15 and they're going fast. So follow the link in the podcast description and get your ticket today. We can't wait to see you there.